Welcome to the Tradies in Business podcast with your hosts, Warwick Bidwell and Nicole Cox. Divert your phone and grab a brew as Waz and Nick unpack tips, tales, secrets and stuff-ups from guests both inside and outside your trade. Helping educate and inspire you to break the cycle of gut-busting and money stress and create a true trade business. I'm trying to be polite. Neither of us are going to talk. (laughs) Dead air. Although I could edit that out if I really wanted to, Coxie. I hope you leave it in. It might start the rolling of laughter already. People might listen more. They're like, hang on, what's going on here? Yeah. Or are they going to click away because, you know, nothing happened in half a second? I don't think so. Tradies have a longer attention span than that. What do you say? Good thing I'm not a tradie. I was about to say, and we're not talking shop today. Today's all about making people laugh. What are we going to talk about? I don't think I have anything else to talk about other than shop. No. What do you call a fish wearing a bow tie? I don't know, Nicole. So, fish-decated. Oh, my gosh. I'm, (laughs) I'm laughing out of pain. (laughs) <laughs> what does a tick and the Eiffel Tower have in common? Oh, I don't know. They're both Paris sites. <laughs> I've got them all today. I've been researching. I'm so invested in making uh, people laugh today. They might groan instead, but I bet they're not thinking about work. They are shocking. My husband said I should do some lunches to stay in shape. Very brave, I might add. That would be a big step forward. Oh, <laughs> I reckon they work even better when you just work them into conversation. So people are like, hang on, did he really? <laughs> oh, he's a brave man. <laughs> like, you get a snort and all, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, dear. Come on, it's your turn. Well, I don't have any dad jokes prepared. I'm one of those guys that they're situational. And I come up with some very grown-worthy ones, uh, like like my favourite, which now is probably getting a bit old, but I think people are turning up to our webinars just to hear it, Coxie, is the fork in the road. Oh, I hate the fork the in the road. The visual gag. <laughs> oh, it does make me giggle that every single time we put it up, somebody says, he's still got it, Coxie, can we get rid of it? <laughs> so they tend to be my sort of ad-lib. I'm a bit of an ad-libber with my humour. I used to have done a lot of theatre. That was my background as a child instead of um, sport. I tried netball, but, you know, skirts and things, they weren't really my Mm flavour. So mum and dad put me into theatre and we did a lot of theatre sports. I love impromptu theatre. It's a bit like whose line is it anyway? Just trying to make something out of nothing is so much fun. I just love it. And I haven't done it for years, so maybe we'll do it today. I did have a conversation with Shelby and Otis this morning. These are your dogs, by the way, for any listeners who don't know. I think most listeners know about Shelby. She's due to have a cameo any minute now because I forgot I've left her outside. (laughs) Anyway, I asked them what two minus two was. No. They said nothing. (laughs) That was well put together, Coxie. Thank you. I like the choreography on that one. (laughs) Did you practice that one for very long? No. No. (laughs) My daughter often puts me on the spot. She thinks I'm pretty funny. She's probably my biggest fan. And uh, I think she's my only fan. Uh, but she says, Dad, tell a joke. 
I'm like, I don't have one for you, kiddo. I'm sorry. <laughs> so I just tickle her instead. Well, I've given you a whole bag of them today already. Yeah, yeah. But I'm I'm good at, at ripping out the, you know, play on words, things sitting at the dinner table or in the shops or something. And and she looks at me now, rolls her eyes and just <laughs> groans and goes, oh, dad. <laughs> Witty people are my favorite kind of people. And you and my husband and my father and my brother and my son have it in spades. <laughs> it's a big part of why I enjoy spending time with you all is because you just keep me laughing with your, your quick wit and your thought of what you could say. I just, I'm lost. I'm so busy thinking about exactly what's happening in sync that I'm not, I can't think of a joke. I know. Shocking. I used to try and memorize jokes to, to be funny. And then I think I actually got really good at taking the piss out of myself. Yes. That, that became my own brand of humor, which I've been criticized for over the years. And I've mentioned that I think on the podcast before, but um, I don't mind it. It's just become a bit of a bit of a uh an easy thing for me to do is is take the mick out of myself probably don't do it as much as i used to which i think is healthy i don't think but... it's a bad thing to make fun of yourself it's a bit of a, the australian way isn't it as long as you're not believing what you're saying about yourself i suppose yeah yeah it's it's and we're not talking shop today so i won't talk no. about that oh, i was about to say we're not taking <laughs> you know what i'm doing on the weekend i'm getting some plants delivered and i'm going to be gardening but you know what i don't like those trees they're a bit shady <laughs> You couldn't hold it together. I thought, hang on, you've just worked a line into it. <laughs> you could not hold it together. Oh, dear, oh, dear. I'm lost. I'm out. <laughs> uh... <laughs> it's almost as good as the episode with your accent. Oh, that was ridiculous. <laughs> I can't believe we actually put that to air. I'm sorry, listeners. Just just in case you completely lost this morning, because we're about ten minutes in or something. If you're wondering where's the where's the sausage, it's all sauce today. It's all sauce. Uh, <laughs> we made a commitment earlier in the week after some of our heavier, rantier, um, you know, mind bending episodes that Friday's episode was just going to be complete and utter dog shit. To be honest. <laughs> So, I'm reading jokes here and quietly losing it in the corner. And we actually have a very serious podcast to do straight after this. We do. So that we should have be a interesting. Oh, dear, oh, dear. Oh, what did one hat say to the other? Oh, no. So, yeah, I'm going on ahead. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I saw someone roll their eyes at you when you talked about taking a haircut on a job recently in a coaching session. Uh, no, they didn't roll their eyes. They, they turned to their partner and... And started giggling uncontrollably. And I thought, <laughs> hello, there's an inside joke going on there. If you're listening to the podcast, you know who you are. And I thought, haircut must mean something different to those two. Half their luck. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> my, my darling wife is one of those people who laughs uncontrollably when somebody else hurts themselves. Oh, no, just from nervous. My grandmother was the same. Mostly at me. Oh, no. <laughs> so, and I've shared this on the show before, but I've I've had a couple of gutses. Uh, had some crackers. In our time together where I've actually hurt myself and she's standing there wetting herself laughing <laughs> because oh. of how funny it looked when I fell or, you know, landed upside down underneath my mountain bike or something and she's just pissing her pants with laughter and I'm feeling very 
what's the word? Anyway, like my dignity has been put through the paper shredder, Coxie. <laughs> do you get shitty? Oh, that one just infuriates me and I get so I cross. I do. I get cranky. I remember being stuck in the back of a station wagon many, many years ago with my dear old dad. Uh, I was just a, a teenage boy and he, you know, when you could buy the tinting for your own cars, you used to tint yes. your own windows when you're a tight ass. <laughs> oh, Dad Lord. was an epic tight ass. You have told me this story. This time. <laughs> I still remember it. <laughs> We'd done all the side windows and I hated it because dad just used to get shirty with me and I could never do it right. And it was pretty awful experience <laughs> as a teenage boy laboring and working with my dad but anyway we're in the back of this bloody commodore station wagon and he's trying to do it with the tailgate open half upside down and the film keeps falling off the window because you got to spray it and hold it up and he's yelling at me hold it just hold it anyway he's pulled the tailgate down <laughs> so we could get a better go at it and here we are both squatting in the back of a commodore station wagon that has like a cargo barrier thing in it mind you and he's pulled the thing down and i didn't hold it open and it's clicked shut. And so here we are. It's hot. We're in the garage under the house. <laughs> He's already cranky. I'm already over it. And we're stuck squatting, sweating together in the back of the station wagon, trying to put the tinting on. And I started pissing myself laughing because it was just, I think I was a bit nervous. About what was going to happen. I'm thinking, how long am I going to be stuck in here with the old man? Gosh, he's hairy. Man, he smells when he sweats. <laughs> <laughs> so. Oh, I could just, uh, I, I can see the visual of that actually, knowing, given that I was blessed enough to know your father. I can imagine that. I have a similar story when I was a teenager. I got caught sneaking out at night. I'd been doing it for <clears throat> a very long time. I was not a very well-behaved teenager. Anyway, I got caught and got grounded for six weeks and I'd spent the <clears throat> morning kicking my lip around and, being pissed off as you do as a teenager. And dad must have decided that he, we needed some father-daughter bonding. This was not funny in the moment, much like your story. Anyway, we had a boat at that time. We live um, on the peninsula, so ready to go out. We went out in the boat, got all the way out. Dad had yelled at me all the way out there. <laughs> we turned off the boat for a minute so that we could just sit there and enjoy the silence and do some fishing and the boat never, ever restarted. <laughs> we oh, no. The ocean. <laughs> He's that cranky with me. He didn't want to have anything to do with me. It's supposed to be father-daughter bonding and we're stuck, so we've got to work together to try and figure out what to do to get back. Fortunately, he had radios and stuff. And the Coast Guard came out and got us. But story <laughs> we laugh about now. Great but bonding experience, yeah. Awful. It was awful. And he used to have, I had a, my, when I tell this story, you might understand why my mum and I don't get along. Um, when I was a teenager, you know, when you're a teen and everything's super, super, super embarrassing. Like oh, just, yeah. You know, your mum sneezes in the car 500 miles from the school. It's really yeah. embarrassing and everyone's <laughs> going to know about it. I must have told mum off one day or we must have had words on the way into school um, and I didn't often get dropped to school. Mostly I was walked. I had to walk um, about five kilometres there and back. Actually, it was quite a big walk. Uphill both anyway, ways, of course. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> there was a, a ring road inside the school where an ambulance had come or the police had come if there was an incident or not that happened very often or sometimes um, the principal would park. And mum decided she was going to get me right. So she just before the bell went, she drove me into the ring road 
Oh. Down all the windows, beeping the horn, calling out my name. I love you, darling. Have a wonderful day at school. <laughs> Bitch. I can laugh about that now. In hindsight, it's hilarious as an adult, but at the time it was, oh, I thought I was going to die. Go and Houdini yourself into your locker and stay there all day. <laughs> it's horrible. <laughs> uh, I, I want to I make a teaching point, and I won't, as I sit here looking Good. at my orange-handled plastic hammer pen. On my desk. <laughs> I love my hammer bed. He's got a nice fine tip, doesn't it? Looking. Mm-hmm. All right, come on, hit me up with a dad joke, or I'm going to find another one. Uh, I don't know. My one of my daughter's favourites at the moment is uh, "What did one toilet say to the other one?" <laughs> You're looking a bit flushed. Oh, that's terrible. <laughs> I think you might have said that recently. I in did, a, and yeah. I, I, I really feel for my kid because she's trying to do the the joke thing and make her dad laugh. Oh. And being a slightly older dad, I've heard most of them, <laughs> and and she doesn't get them quite. You know, the play on words has to be delivered well, and uh, you've got to actually, it's got to make sense, mm. and then you've got to get the double meaning. And she doesn't quite get that that's how it works, so she just starts making up her own, and it's really cute and sweet, and it melts my heart. But they're not very funny. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, I can't tell her. I just laugh. Uh, I have a Toowoomba story to share with you. I don't think I've ever shared it. Um, We came up to Toowoomba for a John Butler concert at the beautiful Empire Theatre there. It was a really lovely evening. Great spot for a concert, by the way. Very intimate. Mm. Anyway, across the road from the Empire Theatre, there is an automatic toilet. Mm -hmm. You know the one? Mm -hmm, I do. (laughs) Okay, so I had seen, I think the kids had used one down at Kingscliff earlier that year. And so I was like, right, I'm going to use this thing. This is the coolest thing I've ever seen. I'm so excited about this. So I proceed to go into the toilet and I have to, if nobody's ever experienced one before, everything is automated, flushing the toilet, washing your hands, locking the door, unlocking the door, the whole lot. It's all automated. It's very cool. Except when you walk in and something goes wrong and the cleaning cycle starts. (laughs) Were you wearing a raincoat? I was not wearing a raincoat. No, I was. I mean, the Toowoomba was miles away from where we lived at the time. Oh no! I did not get wet. It. I don't. I think my. I was. That was with my first husband. He he um did something or he ranked someone and they stopped it or something. But it was absolutely terrifying to think that I was about to be thundered down on or bleached or something from the <laughs> ceiling as the cleaning cycle began. It's like a whole body bidet. Oh wow! It was pretty scary. And I got through it all right. I survived. <laughs> I did have an interesting nickname for a few years after that. Yeah, public embarrassment is really tough to deal with, isn't it? I don't cope well with it at all, actually. <clears throat> oh, I was I was a reasonably anxious young bloke, mm. and uh, I always had that prickly feeling like people were looking at me. Yeah, um, and uh, I just I spent so much time in and out of bathrooms and stuff, just checking to make sure I didn't have any bats in the cave or my hair wasn't weird or, you know, it was so ridiculous. Uh, And now I largely don't give a toss, uh, probably because I'm a grumpy old man and I don't really care if I've got hair growing out of my ear holes. But, but, uh, yeah, those publicly embarrassing situations, I think that's what made it worse when my wife laughed at me that that time I've uh, shared... (laughs) Previously, where I slipped over in the rain and went up in the air about three feet and landed on my bum out the front of the hardware store. And uh, there's my darling wife just standing there laughing at me. 
and just people around. It's like, there's nowhere to go. Like, where do you go with that? You just got to get up and pretend like nothing happened. I get, I, I haven't suffered quite as much as you're describing. And there are circumstances in which I feel very anxious, like going to stand up comedy shows, because you just feel like you're going to be the butt of a joke at some point in time, don't you? (laughs) You're just waiting for your turn. Oh, and you just like, you, you, your bottom is really tight, clenched, <laughs> and you're holding your breath. And I think that makes it worse. They can tell the people who are just absolutely crapping their dacks. Yes. And it's like, I'm going to pick you're up on t- you. <laughs> we've been, I, this might sound a little odd, but we've been to quite a few. Um, oh, gosh, I forget what they're called now. But um, no, I've lost it. Forget it. I'll come back to it when I remember what they're called because the story is not funny. Without remembering what they're called. Drag shows. We've been to quite a few drag shows in our time. Right. Okay. Sounds very strange. Mm, and yet you, I have. Right. It does. <laughs> there are so much fun, actually. They're a bunch of fun. We have a fantastic queer festival here in Brisbane called Melt that we go to every year. We go and watch something there every year. And then there's a couple of big clubs in the city that have um, drag shows or trans breakfasts and things that we go to. They're a lot of fun. I know it sounds crazy. My first husband was very um, <clears throat> opinionated and not very well educated. My second husband is extremely comfortable in his skin and doesn't give a shit about anyone much other than making sure everyone's happy. That's his job in life. And so I can recall, uh, I think dad started it and we went to one with my dad many, many years ago. <laughs> and that, exactly what you're describing with my first husband and he's very straight laced and straight up and down. <laughs> well, he was the butt of all the jokes and the target oh, of everything, wasn't no. he? And then conversely, when they see the builder come now, um, not that people recognise us, we're not quite that regular, but we do have some friends in the crowd um, through Family Connections. And they so they try they've tried targeting the builder and he just laps it up. He'll get up, dance, and have fun and enjoy the show. <laughs> then it's boring. Then no, I don't yeah. want to pick on you anymore. I'm going to go and find somebody else. Yeah, and I think no, I, don't that that, get, I don't get picked on now. Not that no. we go to a lot of shows anymore, but uh, we've been to a couple in the last few years, and they never pick me. And I think it's because I'm sitting there grinning and making eye contact, and they're like, "Nah, this guy's way too confident." <laughs> He's, he's not going to make for good change. sport. <laughs> <laughs> and Addis is a bit the same. He's just relaxed and chilled about it. They usually get the, the you know, late 20s, early 30s guys who mm. look super cool there. they got the quaffed hair and the tight <laughs> pants and the, you know, nice shoes, whatever you call those things that they wear these days. And, uh, <clears throat> you know, they're looking all cool there with the, the girlfriend and she's looking pretty schmick. They always get picked on and I think, oh, you <laughs> poor bastard. And they get out the front and they're like a, a stork standing on a <laughs> stick. You know, they're just so awkward. <laughs> they don't know where to put their hands and it's just, it's funny. <laughs> it's funny because we were all there at one point, weren't we? Uh, 100%. Hey, I did some online shopping last night. Oh, what'd you buy? A chicken and an egg from Amazon. I'll let you know. <laughs> that was like a thinker joke. What was a thinker joke? Sneaky one. <laughs> we'll have to come up with some tradie jokes, Coxie. Oh, let me go. Ones that are actually funny. Uh, maybe our listeners could chime in. Snap a snap a screenshot, listeners, if you if you want to do something a bit different instead of talking about lockdowns and <clears throat> uh, you know government assistance and border restrictions and all sorts of crap, material shortages, all the stuff that's getting us all a bit down at the moment. If you want to have a bit of fun with this, 
just grab a screenshot of today's episode on your phone and go over to Instagram, post it on your feed, tag Tradies in Business. So just at Tradies in Business. Make sure you tag us in it and give us your joke. What's your dad joke, your mum joke, your someone laughing at you situation, or if you're really stuck, just go to Google and Google tradie dad jokes or something. I've got um, some. But just, just uh, share, us, share a joke with us. Give us a laugh on a Friday. It's been a pretty tough week for a lot of people. Screenshot, tag us, tradies in business, Insta, get involved. Coxie's going to probably make us groan. Are you ready? Um, probably not. This one's for all the electricians out there. How many sparkies <laughs> does it take to screw in a light bulb? I don't know. <laughs> Three. One to hold the bulb and two to turn the ladder. <laughs> the plumbers will love that one. Oh, yeah, it's coming. Um, some of these are really terrible. Yeah, I can bet. <laughs> uh, a brickie was discharged after an accusation of murder. There was no concrete evidence. Oh, wow. I wonder who sits and writes these things, Coxie. Good question. Did they come out at the family dinner table one night and they went, oh, my gosh, I'm going to put that on the internet? <laughs> internet. <laughs> the internet. Oh, there's a whole bunch of memes. They're not funny if you can't see them. Visual gags don't work on podcasts. <clears> no, they don't. Come on, we've got really? more here. <laughs> yeah, I'm just going to chuck a sickie. Means taking two days off work. Okay, no, these are just meanings. Forget that one. Sorry, it's team. I've let you down. That- Stuff tradies say. That's okay. Let's not kill the mood, Coxie. <laughs> I'll go back to my – I've ruined my other jokes now. I've lost them. You, no, you, I found them. Are you ready? I used to play piano by ear. Did you know I can play piano? I used to play it by ear. Now I play it with my hands. <laughs> <laughs> I did play piano and guitar. I was going to say, you did actually play piano. That wasn't a joke. <laughs> no, that's not funny. And drums, I was in a high school band as a drummer. Um I remember, I think I was grade 10. After that, I'd walk around the school and people would say, that's that chick that plays in the band. <laughs> Pretty cool. Cool chick. Yeah. Uh, I made a pencil with two erasers. It was pointless. Oh, dear. You know what my daughter would do to these, Coxie? And she knows you quite well now. <laughs> oh, Coxie. <laughs> <laughs> she would too. <laughs> they are grown-worthy. I used to hate facial hair, but then it grew on me. <laughs> Just to clarify, I don't have any I wax regularly. <laughs> hey, I've got a great joke about construction, but I'm still working on it. Oh, dear idea. It's you building up to it. There's just, and they're the sorts of things that I love to just pull out of my backside in the middle of a conversation and everyone has to think about it. Yeah. You're like, hang on. Oh, Warwick. <laughs> You are very good at it. I don't know where you keep them all in your head. There's so much else up there. It's because I'm a bit different, Coxie. Yeah, I wasn't <laughs> going to say it, but you know. <laughs> Unique. Well, you used to be a personal trainer, as did, well, did you? you were a personal trainer. You were a, a CrossFit coach. CrossFit coach, yeah. You used to be a personal trainer, and I've lost the joke, and now I can't find it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, then I gave my two-week notice. Ah, righto. So we actually have a serious podcast to do. Not that that makes it more valuable than this one. Hang on, I've got more. I'm oh, right, so okay. good at sleeping, I can do it with my eyes closed. Wow. I, I love that you think these are so hilariously funny. <laughs> I was going to tell a time-travelling joke, but you guys didn't like it. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Uh, 
Okay, there's Come more. On. Give us give us a couple more, Coxie. <clears throat> what to clouds wear? Thunderwear. No. Oh, that's a four year old joke. They are they joke puns. I'm not really enjoying those ones. <laughs> a cheeseburger walks into a bar. The bartender says, Sorry, we don't serve food here. Oh, that is so old. Did you hear about the kidnapping at the school? No. It's okay, you woke up. <laughs> See, when I'm listening to you tell these, I'm not really paying enough attention. <laughs> I'm <laughs> half ignoring you to actually hear the joke within the words. I've got and a good one. Sort of shit that I do. When two vegans get into an argument, is it still called a beef? <laughs> <laughs> Hello. We did not discuss offending any of our listeners today. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to my fingers. I can count on all of them. Oh, wow. <laughs> what do you call cheese that isn't yours? Nacho cheese. Oh, dear. <laughs> listeners, please snapshot, snapshot, screenshot. We have a lovely contractor that works for us that calls it a snipshot. Snipshot. A snapshot. <laughs> and I'm picturing, picturing her with scissors taking a snipshot. Oh, uh, please take a screenshot of this episode as you're listening. Share it to your Insta feed. Tag Tradies in Business. Give us your best dad or mum joke or play on words. <clears throat> Doesn't have to be tradie oriented or uh, maybe just the funniest thing you've experienced in the last few months. Share it with us on your feed. And if it's good, we'll we'll do this again. We'll uh, get some listener jokes. We will. And do something a bit different, <clears throat> a bit lighthearted. I think the world could use a smile at the moment. Um, shout out to those of you who are stuck at the minute and uh, unable to work. Uh, we are thinking of you. And um, hopefully we've brought a smile to your dial today uh, and helped lift the mood a little bit. And maybe you can do the same in return by sharing some of your jokes. So give us one more, Coxie, to wrap it up. Oh, hang on. I just flicked away. Oh. I, well, I was just actually thinking that maybe we should give some merch to the best jokes. So if you if we deem yours to be the funniest, we'll send you some merch. Oh, um, that was okay. serious. Okay, yep. Okay. Yeah, it was. Sorry. I <laughs> brought down the mood. <laughs> hey, Math, grow up and solve your own problems. Oh, them's fighting words. Oh, yeah. Let's go. <laughs> What did the ocean say to the beach? Nothing. It just waved. Oh, wow. Okay. Where did Fritz go on vacation? No. Paris. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> where did you learn how to make a banana split? Dance school. Sunday school. Oh, it's close. <laughs> <laughs> I'm hey, getting on my get game now. Did you get a haircut? I did. No, you got a mall cut. Oh. <laughs> I was thinking mall cut. What's a mall cut? Is that like a mall rat? All cut. <laughs> That's the Australian accent. It is. All right. <clears throat> well, listeners, thank you <laughs> for participating in that social experiment. Uh, as I said, we'd love to hear your jokes. Do something a bit different. Give us a laugh here at the studio. It can get a bit uh, heavy some days. And uh, we hope you're doing well. We'll be back in your ear holes on Monday uh, with another episode. So tune in again then. We'll we'll actually have Saturday and Sunday off. Uh, and otherwise, thanks heaps for listening. 
Thanks for listening. You've been listening to the Tradies and Business podcast with Warwick Bidwell and Nicole Cox. Find out more about today's guest, tools for your trade business and other cool stuff at tradiesandbusiness.com.au.